Hey guys, this is Doug Fellowship of the Martyrs.com. Doing another video uh, in our series on demonology. I uh, want to talk to you right now about the spirit of self condemnation. Um, now, this is essentially a critical spirit. Some, some people will call it a critical spirit. But a critical spirit is first and foremost going to be pointed at you um, and then at others. Now, some people seem to criticize everyone around them. But that doesn't mean that they're not hearing all kinds of bad stuff about themselves and trying to make themselves feel better. Um, now, the Lord always shows me this. Um, like I've said before, you can consider it a poetic allegory. You can consider it an illustration or a hypothetical hyperbole or whatever you want. I don't care. But the Lord always shows this to me as a black, greasy crow sitting on their right shoulder whispering in their ear. Now... If you've had one of these a really long time, you may be having problems with your shoulder, neck, or with your ear on that side. Uh, sometimes if these are Im embedded long enough, you'll, you'll begin to have physical uh, ramifications from this stuff. Just like if you have one stressful day at the office, uh, full of worry and, and fear and whatever, you're not going to have ulcers. But if you have day after day after day after day of this, it is going to give you problems with your stomach, irritable bowel, ulcers, all that kind of stuff. Had you not given into that spirit, had you not let it put you into that state, it wouldn't have had permission to continue to affect you physically. Now, uh, we'll get to worry and stress and other stuff in a different one, but I want to talk specifically about self-condemnation right now. The Lord always shows me this black, greasy crow um, whispering in your ear, um, you're not good enough, you're never going to amount to anything, um, you're fat and ugly and nobody loves you, uh, no matter how hard you try, it's not going to be good enough, you're a failure, um, everybody in your family died by the time they were 40, um, you will too. <sighs> Whatever it's whispering to you, it just, it just, they don't sleep, they don't rest, they are assigned to you and their job is to destroy you to ruin you and the quality of life, ruin your relationships, and they will just peck and peck and peck and peck until they've trained you to speak it with your own mouth. So you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you say, I'm fat and ugly and nobody loves me. I'm so stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm whatever. I'm a failure. I'm never going to amount to anything. Nobody loves me anyway. Um, once they've trained you, once they've got those reels, those tapes playing in your head over and over coming out of your mouth, then they don't have to work so hard because you're saying it. You're speaking that over yourself over and over and over. You're essentially prophesying to, to whatever degree you have authority. And you might have a lot more authority than you think. You're prophesying that over yourself. Prophesying destruction and gloom and doom and, and, and darkness over yourself all the time. And they trained you to do it. Because they put an eye in front. I'm nothing. I'm a horrible person. God could never love me. Whatever. And you think it's you and it's not. There's only three choices. You, the good guys, and the bad guys. One or the other of those three is whispering to you. But make no mistake, I don't care if you're an atheist, I don't care, whatever. God doesn't believe in you anyway. <laughs> there are three voices talking to you. And the Holy Spirit is urging you to do right. To be honest. To, to, to not hurt other people. To not make bad decisions. You, your flesh... Yeah, sometimes it doesn't care about people, and it's totally in line with Satan. But Satan 
and the team of Satan, not Satan himself necessarily. He's not omnipresent. He can't talk to everybody at the same time. He's he's confined to being in one place at one time, unlike God the Father and the Holy Spirit. But some demon, some evil spirit, some something is going to sit on your shoulder and whisper to you. And um, this particular thing, this particular spirit of self-condemnation, this critical spirit, is going to try to demoralize, destroy, break down you, and turn you into an ugly, critical, gossipy mess that then uses your tongue to criticize other people all the time, to build yourself up, to make yourself feel a little bit better because this thing has been eating you, pounding on you relentlessly for a long time. If you could see these things, and I pray the Lord would let you. If you're willing and you want to, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that He'd just open your eyes. And it will it will freak you out to see how much glee, how much raw, naked pleasure they take in watching you suffer. In watching you be destroyed in the most painful, ugly possible way. They will convince you that you weigh 300 pounds when you weigh 60 pounds and you're anorexic and bulimic and, and there's just practically nothing left to you and you're almost dead. They will whisper to you, nobody loves you. Never mind that you're a Hollywood movie star and you make millions of dollars and, and you get fan letters from all over. They will whisper to you that you're totally alone. Take some more drugs until they get you to kill yourself. Because they hate everything that God loves. And He made you special. And Jesus died for you. And He wants to rescue you. And these things want to kill you. And even if you don't believe in Jesus all the way, even if you're not really sure that He's the right answer, when you hear this voice talk to you, you tell it, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to shut up. To leave me right now and leave me alone. And see what happens. They will either snarl up worse and spit on you real good and be really angry or they'll leave and you'll get a little bit more free. And the more you resist, the more they will flee. That's what the Bible says. That in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Someday, they, they know that someday they are going to have to humble themselves before Jesus Christ. And they want to do everything they can Especially at this age, this time on this planet, they are they are coming out of the woodwork, not even trying to hide anymore. Not even being subtle about trying to take over media and vampires and mediums and witches and whatever. And just encouraging people, encouraging kids to cast spells, to learn witchcraft, Harry Potter, all of this stuff. They are getting really, really bold because they know their time is short. Now, you can listen to them and watch them destroy you. Or, you can listen to Jesus and He will get you free. But you don't have to keep using your tongue to tear people down. I don't believe that's how He made you. I don't believe that's what He wanted you to be doing. And I believe that to, to, to some degree or another, you're doing it because of the voice in your ear whispering to you all the time about how worthless you are. 
And you've got to build yourself up somehow because this voice is relentless. Tell the Lord you're sorry for the people that you hurt and the hard things that you said that weren't true and the motive of your heart to tear other people down and ask the Lord to make it right. If you've hurt people, tell them you're sorry and take control of your tongue. Just because something whispers in your ear doesn't mean it's you and doesn't mean you need to repeat it. Take authority over this thing that's whispering to you, over this crow. Take your sword of the Spirit and hack him to bits. Believe that it's real. If you can, Jesus said that in the Old Testament, if you committed adultery with someone, if, if you had sex with somebody that was not your wife, you were committing adultery. But Jesus said, if you even think about having sex with somebody, if you undress her with your eyes and have sex with her in the Spirit, it's real. You are going to held, be held responsible for it as if it really happened. Because as you believe, so let it be unto you. As your faith, your, if, if you have faith in your head that you're visualizing having sex with some pinup out of Playboy or something, it will have manifestations in the natural. It will result in some hydraulic reaction in your body. That is something spiritual affecting the natural. Well, if, you, if, if that is a weapon that can be used against you and you will be judged for thoughts that are out of control, what about thoughts that are in control, that are under the control of Christ, when you believe in faith that you can get that demon off? You believe in faith that your God is bigger, that you have a sword, that you have weapons, that you have armor, and they cannot mess with you. As your faith is, let it be unto you. If you believe that God will protect you, he will. If you believe God is dead and you're on your own and you got then then you're just rebuking them in the name of you and they're not scared of you. But they're scared of Jesus. We just had a couple of kids that gave their lives to Jesus because they had a big encounter with a bad guy. Big old honking demon, scared them real good, and they realized we got nothing to get this thing off. We are toast. We will be eaten by these things immediately if we don't have Jesus on our side. That's what happened in Acts 19. The sons of Sceva were delivering demons in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. And it was working on the little ones till they hit a big one. And the demon, through this person, said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Stripped them naked, beat them up, and left the seven sons of Sceva running through the streets screaming. And it says, Then the name of Jesus was held in high regard. And the Christians, mind you, the Christians came together and burned their magic spells and their magic books. 150,000 pieces of silver. That's about $4 million in today's dollars. That is a big honking Harry Potter bonfire. That would get some national news. That would get God's attention. And revival broke out in Ephesus when the Christians got serious about the reality of demons. And understood that we're just playing with the name of Jesus if we don't mean it all the way. And they, they committed themselves to get the doors closed. If you've opened doors through astrology, through Ouija boards, through witchcraft, through spells, through shows you know that you're not supposed to be watching, books you know you're not supposed to be reading, Masonic lodges, all kinds of things um, that could have opened doors to get these things on you, 
you repent. Say you're sorry. Ask the Lord to close that door, cover you in the blood of Jesus, and get this stuff off. We're going to talk more about some of that stuff, but as it relates to the spirit of self-condemnation, understand that this is a war, that most of this war happens in your head, in your heart, in your spirit, that our battle is not against flesh and blood, our battle is against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. And your head is the high place that they attack. That's all I got for now. Thanks for listening. More at fellowshipofthemartyrs.com.